Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This morning, aged care crisis. Nursing homes at breaking point as the country marks its deadliest day of the pandemic. Victoria declares a code brown for its overstretched hospital system. Scott Morrison reprimands a rogue backbencher over his vaccine comments. Tsunami tragedy Tonga confirms at least three people have died as new pictures emerge of the damage. And Nick Kyrgios back to his old tricks. The Aussie star puts on a show in round one. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. Australia has recorded its deadliest day of the pandemic so far. 77 people losing their lives to the virus. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra for us this morning. Taylor, that's a staggering figure. It really is, Jodie. Good morning. And it does show the sheer scale of this Omicron outbreak. In New South Wales, 36 people died yesterday alone. In Queensland, that was 16 people died, 22 in Victoria, one in the ACT and two in South Australia. With hospitals clearly under stress as cases climb, the federal government has enacted the Private Hospitals Agreement, deploying 100,000 health staff from private hospitals and up to 57,000 nurses to the public system. It's uh, a workforce which is skilled, planned, uh, appropriate uh, and available. And there will also be assistance available where necessary in any aged care facilities that uh, require that additional workforce. The addition of the aged care sector is also at breaking point, with hundreds of centres now facing COVID outbreaks. Thousands of staff have caught the virus, forcing them off work and into isolation, with a lack of staff, meaning care in nursing homes is declining. But despite the realities of a COVID outbreak becoming clear, it hasn't stopped rogue Liberal MP George Christensen from urging his social media followers not to vaccinate their children against COVID-19. The Prime Minister has slammed his comments as dangerous, but he is facing more pressure to pull some of his MPs into line over their COVID-19 views. Jodie? Okay, Taylor Aiken in Canberra, thank you. A new plan to combat staff shortages in New South Wales would see hospitality workers serving drinks without a valid RSA. The need for a liquor service certificate would be waived under the proposal, but they'd still need to be supervised by a manager. And with teachers in short supply, parents could volunteer to take their place in the classroom. 
the disruption may be such that a number of our schools are deemed non-operational because of the levels of absenteeism. A $1,000 fine for failing to report the results of rapid antigen tests comes into effect today. Health workers in Victoria are being told to brace for the largest hospital crisis in the state's history as a code brown is declared for the entire network. From today, workers can be called back from leave and patients will be scrutinised before they're brought into emergency departments. We could well get to over 2,500 hospitalisations and more uh, over the next few weeks. So now is the right time to implement this plan. It's hoped the measures will provide immediate relief with more than 4,000 staff off work and more than 1,000 people in hospital with the virus. Victoria's Nurses' Union is calling for the military to be brought in to help. The Tongan government has now confirmed at least three people have been killed in the tsunami disaster in its first official update. Aerial pictures have emerged, our first glimpse of the destruction. Little hope. So much better. 50-year-old Angela Glover dedicated her life to animal welfare. Rescued. Thanks to his amazing family looking after him. She ran a dog rescue charity in Tonga and was swept away trying to save one. We are just shattered um, is the only word I can think to describe it. Her brother saying she'd moved there from England. She always wanted to swim with whales. That was a childhood ambition. Her husband managed to survive <laughs> holding onto a tree. Angela's body was found two days later. I will miss her and I will think of her every day until the day I die. And uh, what can I say? These are the first pictures of the devastation on the ground from Australian and New Zealand Air Force surveillance planes. The Tongan government confirming the deaths of two others, a 65-year-old woman and a 49-year-old man. Distress signals have been detected in outlying islands. The planes unable to land with the island's main runway covered in volcanic ash. Satellite images show a similar story across the islands, the thick blanket turning colour shots to black and white. The Navy has sent HMAS Adelaide via Brisbane to assist. Australia has already pledged a million dollars in relief, but drinking water could be key. Many Tongans source their water from rain collected from rooftops, now smothered with ash. We imagine that is priority number one, actually, because of the ashfall. The view from the International Space Station, breathtaking, but scientists say the eruption of gases has formed the world's biggest cloud of sulphur dioxide, with a possibility now of acid rain for the tiny island nation. On Sunday, the threat was more immediate. So I have to run for my life. With communications still weeks from being re-established, thousands of Tongans in Australia fear for their families. The Lafay family lighting a candle and saying prayers. We hope that all the families are safe out there in Tonga. Their grandmother caught in the disaster zone. She's 88 and blind. They're desperate for news. Jacinta Lee, 7 News. Tennis Australia has responded to the Djokovic visa debacle. The board conceding recent events have been a significant distraction for everyone and that it deeply regrets the impact this has had on all players. It went on to say there are always lessons to learn and it will review all aspects of preparation. The board is under pressure to explain why Novak Djokovic thought he had an exemption to enter the country. 
Police are hunting two armed thieves who robbed a jewellery store in Sydney's inner west in broad daylight. The pair took hammers to the front of the shop. The entire incident caught on security camera and filmed by shocked onlookers. They snatched items right off the display before making their getaway in a Honda Jazz. A bus carrying nearly 30 golfers has exploded on the side of the Bruce Highway in Queensland. The quick-thinking driver has been praised for managing to get all his passengers off safely moments before the coach erupted into flames. On the side of the Bruce Highway... A bus ablaze, the flames so intense metal melted like wax. Drivers could see it, smell it... Feel it. On board, 28 golfers from the Sunshine Coast on their way to a seniors tournament in Gympie when the driver noticed smoke coming from the back. Pulled over, we had to exit the bus very quickly, but by the time we got off the bus, it was full of smoke. In a matter of minutes, it was on fire. Everything's gone skis except um, the people, everybody got off safely, which was good. But the bus, there's nothing left of the bus and uh, all the clubs are gone. The golfers worked together. The human spirit took over. Everybody was worried about everybody else and making sure everybody was okay. It took three fire crews to bring it under control. It's a large fire, um, out of danger of cars still trying to traverse the highway. Um, Have to be careful. The bus company sent another bus to bring us home. This could have been an enormous uh, loss of life if it wasn't for the driver's quick thinking. I think the shock's just starting to to sink in to, to, for people. One drive that ended in a very rough position. Georgia Terry, 7 News. New figures show Australians spent a record $69 billion in the lead-up to Christmas. The Reserve Bank data reveals $25.7 billion was put on credit cards in the month of November alone, while $43 billion was spent on debit cards. Aussies now have a credit card debt of more than $17 billion. When it comes time to sell the family home, most people want big money, but that's not the case for one Sydney man. He's giving his house away for free to anyone who wants it. There's just one small catch. A usual suburban street with an unusual style of sale. A house free to a good home. From the person who is doing the new build, it makes sense. Uh, For the person taking the home, it, it also makes sense. They get a free home. This house and land value sits at just over $1.5 million. Listed online at no cost, the only catch, if you want it, you move it. The removal fee, roughly $70,000. Every home and every item has a a value. Uh, Here's a great example where another buyer could pick up a steal. While unique, this practice is nothing new. This home going for free on Gumtree a few years back. While in the US, this heritage home made a trip through San Francisco from one address to the next. Others simply relocated, like the Kerrigan home used in the castle, recently going under the hammer for $40,000. Tell him he's dreaming. Despite this property being on the market for free, homes sold to buyers recently have been returning a pretty penny for vendors, with sales booming despite the country continuing to crawl out of COVID lockdowns. More than 90% of resold homes made a profit on their previous purchase price last month, up from 12 months earlier. Properties held for decades had the highest return of three quarters of a million dollars, while properties held for two years or less saw much smaller gains. This is the fifth consecutive quarter that the portion of profit-making sales has been growing in the housing market. 
As for owning your own castle at no cost... How's the serenity? Those dreams are now coming true. Liam Tapper, 7 News. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones trading more than 500 points lower. The Nasdaq is also down. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed 76 points down. Hong Kong's Hang Seng also lower. Our markets also ended in the red. The All Lords down four points. The ASX 200 down nine. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,813 US dollars an ounce. Oil is approaching 85 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 71.73 US. US cents, 82 Japanese yen and $1.06 New Zealand. Boris Johnson insists he wasn't warned an infamous Downing Street lockdown party was in breach of restrictions. The British Prime Minister says he thought he was attending a work event. Nobody said to me this is an event that is against the rules, uh, that is in breach of uh, what we're asking everybody else to do, uh, should not go ahead. He's apologised again for the party as he faces increasing pressure to resign. Prince Andrew, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are each expected to receive special medals as part of the Queen's Platinum Jubilee celebrations next month. Initial reports suggested the non-working royals would be snubbed, but it's understood all members of the royal family will receive a commemorative medal on February 6. The full list of recipients is still being finalised. 5G is about to be rolled out across the US, but airline bosses are warning it could cause serious disruptions. Let's go live to Tim Lester now in our US Bureau. Good morning, Tim. They're concerned it could stop planes from landing. Uh, morning, Jody. Yes, the concern here is that the new super-fast phone signals sit very close on the spectrum to those used by aviation, particularly in the instruments pilots rely on when they land aircraft, especially in conditions of low visibility, the ones that give them the height above the ground. So critical for pilots, and the fear is that these 5G signals uh, will cause risks for aircraft. So uh, aviation uh, companies are saying they will be forced to ground aircraft. This change due to take effect around about 88 airports across the United States in the next 24 hours. Uh, already one of the major carriers implementing the new mobile phone technology has said here that it will now limit, at least for a time, deploying the new 5G at airports to give the airline some time. Doesn't appear to have fully solved the issue, but might uh, ease some pressure. This, as Australian authorities uh, discuss the extent to which this could be an issue in the months and years ahead at home. I would imagine that the regulators in Australia and the authorities in Australia are looking at the US situation uh, far more earnestly now, uh, saying, yes, this is a major problem uh, and we can't replicate this in Australia. For now, the bandwidth used by Australian 5G appears not to influence aviation instruments, but there is an argument that going forward, if that band is increased, it might become an issue for us as well. Jody. OK, Tim Lester in the US, thank you. An asteroid the size of a skyscraper is on track to fly past Earth this morning. It's predicted to be the closest approach from an asteroid for the next two centuries, coming within 1.9 million kilometres. It'll soar past at around 7 o'clock. With a telescope or a pair of binoculars, you might be able to catch a glimpse of it. 
In sport, a decision on Justin Langer's future will be made before next month's test tour of Pakistan. His hopes of staying on as Australian coach have been helped by the fact assistant Andrew McDonald doesn't want the job. Langer took over as coach after the ball tampering scandal and in the past few months led Australia to T20 World Cup and Ashes victories. Despite an epic chase by Sean Marsh and Aaron Finch, each bringing up a half century, the Melbourne Renegades fell six runs short to the Hobart Hurricanes. The Canes booking their spot in the Big Bash finals. Ashes cult hero Scott Boland will return to the side tonight for their clash against his former club, the Melbourne Stars. Nick Kyrgios, the ultimate entertainer, was at his best opening his Australian Open campaign last night. With the crowd shouting Ronaldo's famous Sue celebration, Kyrgios was up to his old tricks to defeat the UK's Liam Brody in straight sets. Oh, and Kyrgios cruises into round two. Kyrgios clearly enjoyed the attention, even taking a sip from a fan's beer. He faces world number two Daniil Medvedev tomorrow. Alex Dimonor advanced after overcoming a shaky start to defeat Italy's Lorenzo Musetti. And US Open winner Emma Raducanu is also through after making a statement, needing only 17 minutes to close the first set against Sloane Stephens. Jack Miller has his eyes firmly set on becoming Australia's next MotoGP world champion. Back home outside Townsville for the off-season and building his own track, the Ducati ace believes 2022 is his year to strike. I feel, let's say, refreshed, energised, ready to go. I think we're, we're up for a good year. The level that the sport's at at the moment with how many guys are so fast, you've got to be pushing for the race wins. Miller finished last season fourth in the title race with two wins and five podiums. Taking a look at the weather now, troughs extending over Northern WA, the Northern Territory, Queensland and New South Wales are triggering showers and storms, some severe. The remnants of ex-tropical cyclone Tiffany is also causing widespread rainfall over Central Australia, South Australia and New South Wales. Around the capitals today, Brisbane, a top of 31 degrees with a shower or two. Sydney, a top of 26, a few showers. Canberra heading for 22 and cloudy. Melbourne, 27 and sunny. Hobart, partly cloudy, a top of 20. Adelaide, sunny and 30 degrees. Perth, a warm top, 41 and sunny. And Darwin, 34 degrees with a possible storm. And that's 7 Early News for this Wednesday, the 19th of January, 2022.